Real facts, real opinions, real talk. It's time for Roadworthy Drive, hosted by Ken Chester and Sasha J. Little. If it moves you now or in the future, you can rest assured that they'll be talking about it right here. So here they are, the mobility duo with the technology twist, Ken and Sasha. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Welcome one and all to another hour of Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. We are... Ken Chester and Sasha J. Little in studio and at the ready to tackle what's on the agenda of news and information for this week. For your consideration, living the electric car lifestyle in China. We explore Canada's introduction of what they are billing as an amazing new transportation technology. And then finally, the Institute, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety has announced its safety awards for 2019 model year vehicles. All that and our popular From the Parts Bin segment in a few minutes. But first, becoming part of the show is easily and painless. Don't be shy. Call or text us on the Roadworthy Driveline, that number, 872-222-9793. And if you would rather write, you can reach out to us at ken at roadworthydrive.net. Either way, get you hooked up. Speaking of hooked up, Please say hi to the Roadworthy Drive's Crackerjack researcher, the lady with the smile on her face and snark in her mouth, the bright and the bratty, Sasha J. Little. Hey there. Hey you, how's everything going? You know, doing okay would do better without all this cold though. Uh, yeah, yeah, here are the negatives. Negatives, negatives and, and, there's, and, and somebody has been spreading uh, frozen white stuff around. <laughs> All, I don't know what that's about. All over the creation. All yes. over the creation, though. Even on our way into the studio today, yes, uh, there was some, and even uh, reduced visibility. Ho hollowed out pack pockets of whiteout conditions. Yeah, that was not cute. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speak fun. for yourself. Fun. Speak for yourself. Well, I wasn't driving, so I, uh -huh. I, could, I could. I see. Here's something that's going to get you going. Okay. Um, what if I told you? Well, let me start with a question first of all. Okay. Because this this kills me. <laughs> um, name the state uh -huh. that produces the most crude oil in the United States. Just set a record last year. It's Texas. Yeah, but wait a minute. Yeah. Before you answer, <laughs> name name the state who's number one in wind power generation. Texas. Actually, you are right. Yeah. Texas oil wells last year produced 1.54 billion barrels of crude oil despite a 40% commodity price drop. That beat the previous record of 1.28 billion barrels set, get ready for this, in 1973. Ooh. Let me say, yeah, 1.54 billion barrels of crude oil. And 73 was right before the oil crisis. And natural gas, 8.8 .8 trillion cubic feet. Uh, that's just Texas. That's just Texas. Just Texas. Not so, North Dakota, Oklahoma, or Alaska, just Texas. You know, and here's my thing. I mean, those numbers are great and everything, but what makes me irritated, I'm going to use the word irritated, Irritated, irritated. Ah. It is the fact that can we get can we decide that we're just not going to pay over two dollars a gallon for gas? 
And what are you what are you basing that on? Uh, my own experience. Like, I mean, within like a 60 mile radius of my house, mm-hmm. um, there is about 40 cents difference mm-hmm. uh, from 229 to 249. Someone even said uh, going the other direction that I normally don't travel 259. I am done. Transportation costs, state and local, federal taxes, and all add to the cost. I know. So, eh. All I'm saying is, compared to, I remember maybe four or five years ago around oh, here, right? 308. Yeah. Go back 10 years, it was heading towards $5 a gallon. Yeah. yeah that's, I remember. A, that's a whole bunch of nope but right can, there. I mean, I hear you comparing it to like worse times, but can we talk about the good times? And that is why SUV sales <laughs> and pickup truck sales are still going through the roof. I mean, it may I be just, more than you want to pay, Sasha. It is. But it's, it's way still more. way less than traditionally it was. And traditionally? I, no, we can't say traditionally when it was like a one-time spike. Wait a minute. I'll go you back uh, when I first started out out of college. Uh-huh. Way back in the good old days when, you know, day after dirt was invented. But okay, but that doesn't count because you were using your feet. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Fred Flintstone. Really? Ouch. Ouch. Okay. All right. You're going to be like that. Okay. I got you. Gas in Florida. When uh-huh. I first got out of college, 1980, $1.14 a gallon. And this is barely what? $1.20 a gallon 40 years later? Wow. You know, I'm just giving it some perspective. And that's not adjusted for inflation. You know, you remember inflation. It was a thing that used to happen. That was it? Yeah. Like used thing. to happen? Like used it doesn't to. happen now? No, not really. Okay. Um, Changing gears. Yes, sir. Lucid Motors. Oh, yes. One of our favorites, favorites. Mm-hmm. Remember, I got pictures of the Lucid Air a couple of years ago back in the New York Auto he Show. He just loves picking that up. That's going to be You know what? Like, I loved that car. I know. It was beautiful. I, if it, if it you could have gotten away with it, I'm pretty sure you would have driven that home. Uh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto uh, yeah. would have happened. Yeah. yeah. They're talking about when they finally they expect to produce, well, the news is is they're working on an SUV. Oh, they that are. would be. Uh, they're looking at developing an SUV. The Lucid Air is not in the marketplace yet, the car. Right. They're expecting that to go into production in late 2020. But okay. Bear this in mind. Uh, base price is sixty grand, with options taking it over 100000 So it's in the realm of a Tesla Model S. Actually, a little cheaper than a Model yeah, S. Yeah, a little too cheaper. Uh, we'll go from zero to 60. This is the car. Mm-hmm. In under 2.5 seconds, can somebody say ludicrous speed? Because, I mean, that's a thing. Uh, uh, range for the car? Yeah. Which is why I'm signing up? Uh-huh. 400 miles. Uh, done. I'm in. I'm done. in. Done. And so wait a minute. To... The best part. Be able to reach speeds of over, over <laughs> 200 miles an hour. I don't think that that's important right now. <laughs> kind of is for me. Because <laughs> when you... <laughs> Zero to 60 in 2.5 seconds, Uh 200 miles an hour, Uh and a range of 400 miles. What is not to love on this car? Okay, but here's my thing. I don't think you're going to get 400 miles going 180 miles an hour. Doesn't say that. It says (laughs) a range of, wait a minute, and I misread this. Excuse me. A range of over 400 Uh miles. Okay, here's my thing. Yes. Here's my thing. I want this car. I don't think that that is supposed to read. Like, the way that you're interpreting that is uh-huh. that you're going to be able to go 180 uh-huh. miles an hour uh-huh. 
for like 400 miles. And? <laughs> I don't think that that's But wait a minute. Be a I, all they're looking for is a $2,500 <laughs> refundable deposit. And it's if, refundable? That's what it says. I mean, plus you know, interest? They didn't get into that. Ah. I will say this. Yeah. If the SUV that they're developing is, is anything close? like this, they'll be selling all day. And I got to tell you. As opposed to the SUV that, I mean, and you know I don't like to knock on Tesla, but the, wow. the, the thing that they put out and they tried to label it an the SUV. Model X? Yeah. I'm not even going to. Don't. Right? Don't. I mean, it was not. Don't. It was not, no, though, don't. like at uh, any no. way. All I, all I want. <laughs> I want this car. <laughs> 2500 uh, maybe I should start a GoFundMe page. I think that you should. I think we should d definitely go, you know, let's get Sasha into uh, a no, listen. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, speak, staying on the same page as electric. SUVs or GoFundMe? No, electric. Oh, electric. The new Hyundai Kona electric. Everybody is talking about this car. Because it's the cheapest EV per mile of range and the Kona as we will talk about later in the show, rated very highly uh, in uh, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety crash tests. Yeah, the didn't regular break Kona. it though. Didn't huh? break it. No, didn't Di break it. Di didn't break the. Didn't break it like the Tesla. But, but you know what? Finished really high. Finished really high. Yeah, Did he I, gave it a good college try, folks. Yeah, but you know what? But and everyone thing, is talking about the Kona because it's inexpensive. Yeah, it's it well lie. made. It doesn't lie. It it's well made. Yeah. And right now, the first model to check in below, $150 per mile of EPA range mark. What they mean is uh, the lowest ratio of price, MSRP, right. and destination charge per mile of EPA range. $145 a mile for the Kona. Second place, Chevy Volt EV, and it's at $158 a mile. You know, and I got to say, because you know I've got a heart, you got a soft spot for, uh, for Hyundai. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. that by far... It's a solid uh, brand. And I got a full disclosure. Yeah. Full disclosure. Uh -huh. My daughter uh -huh. is leasing a Hyundai Kona. Yeah, but not the EV. Not the EV. Right. But still rated really high, the regular Hyundai <laughs> Kona, one of the safest vehicles on the road. According to the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, NHTSA. again, you're going you're gonna to want to tune in uh, for the last segment when we talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. Hyundai Kona Electric, uh, inexpensive to run yep. and built to stay that way. Uh-huh. Just saying. Uh-huh. I get it. Okay. Next up, if owning an electric vehicle isn't enough, how about living the electric vehicle lifestyle? Find out what it's like when we return. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. This is Roadworthy Drive. The big gallon, the big, big gallon with city service gasoline. For big, big mileage and big, big power and the biggest performance ever seen. Fill up your tank with city service, city service gasoline. And get the big, 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 big gallon with city service gasoline. Top product of city service research. The big gallon contains the newest performance boosters to provide all weather starting, prevent power loss, guard.
Guard against stalling. Protect against corrosion. Cut friction and wear. Promote smooth operation at all times. So stop at your friendly city service station. And get the big, 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 big gallon with city service gasoline. I really miss those. Yeah. It, I really miss those like little jingles. I like those little jingles. Back in the day. Like I still get mm-hmm. like the Mentos commercial stuck in my head. Oh my. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, welcome to Roadworthy Drive. Ken Chester and Sasha J. Little doing our best to keep things between the lines with the shiny side up and the dirty side down. Now why you got to put the dirty side down? It will never get clean if you put it down. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. If I'm driving the vehicle and the dirty <laughs> side is up. It means we're in a ditch upside down. Which we saw plenty of those. Yes, we did. And it also meant that I turned off the lane centering uh, uh, assistance. Right. To keep me in the middle of the lane. But autonomous vehicles, though, people don't trust them. I know that's right. Got that lane change assist, though. Lane keep assist, though. Lane keep assist. I I love how the people don't like the self-driving vehicles, but they're using like that smart cruise. Mm, to like super even cruise, yeah uh-huh. the super cruise to mm-hmm. even like pull off. I off. wish more people would use it. <laughs> right? Just saying, wish more people would use it. Dude, my car can't even spell cruise control. I got nothing <laughs> for you, but folks, don't worry. We be professionals, and you're safe with us. Do we no, be? We be. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had any conversations with the gentleman in khaki lately <sighs> in a while. Right? Yeah. yeah. And we're going to try to keep it that way. Are we? Yeah, they like writing things. <laughs> it costs money when they hand them to you. Right. Oh, well. For this part of the hour, we're exploring the electric car lifestyle. 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 Because you know what? Yeah, it, is a, it, it is a life choice. But is it, though? Yes. I, I mean, owning so. a vehicle, you can own a vehicle, and, you know, the difference is I plug it in. As no, opposed no, no. To put it's gas not in just it. that, though, because, OK, if you go and let's say you make the decision to own an electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. All right. That changes how you go on vacations. It changes how you go on trips. Does it? Yes, it does. Because now you can't just go r- right now. You have to at least have to look up where is the next charging stations? Where can I go? I, I can take that two different directions. One, if it's a Tesla, it's going to tell you. Most of these vehicles will tell you where charging stations are. But I'm saying that from the onset, you can't just get in your car and just go. Or, got... or, or, I can rent a car or an SUV or oh, I... an RV and make it a mood issue. I would much rather give up owning a vehicle. Ouch. I, I would much rather just have the, you know. Well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Well, it's true. Elon Musk, and, and be still your heart there, Sasha. Easy. I, lo- I love you I know you Elon. do. Has made owning an electric car cool and desirable. <laughs> the question is, really, uh-huh. just how far would you go? Would you embrace Tesla as merely <laughs> transportation or an entire lifestyle? Okay, but wait. Why am I, mean, I imagining like the Porsche guy with the Porsche hat? And but, the Porsche yeah, jacket, yeah. and the Porsche earrings, and you know what? And the Porsche necklace, and there are people, and the Porsche chain, and there are people that go that far. <laughs> I know. You remember we talked about? A, uh, we talked about maybe a year, year and a half ago yeah. about an electric car maker called Neo Nio. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and what I remember doing? that. Yeah, they are taking this electric car thing to the complete next level. Yeah, social community. Mm-hmm. Each dealership has a private clubhouse upstairs. Yeah. for business meetings and stuff. Yeah. Neo wants to do more than sell cars. They want to become a status symbol. Yeah, and they do. And there's room for that. We've seen Porsche building 
a uh, building for cars and people in Miami. Yep. Aston Martin's trying to become aspirational as a brand, not just a maker. Yeah. That has nothing to do with electric. Yep. Uh, Tesla's not quite that far. No, because Tesla just is. I mean, if I have a Tesla, it's one of those like old money versus new money, like the person that wins the Powerball and they're flaunting that everywhere and, you know, spending ridiculous monies everywhere. Mm -hmm. Whereas someone that, you know, they come from it, they're just like, this is my car. They just are. Mm -hmm. Well, Neo wants his customers to feel, the the founder of Neo Mm -hmm. wants his customers to feel like they're part of an exclusive club. Okay. Uh, Just not a luxury car, but so much more. They want to, well, he's targeting... You mentioned this. Yeah. New money. Yep. The new growing group of upper middle class Chinese mm-hmm. who are now focused on reinventing their lifestyles. I didn't even know you could reinvent your lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll okay. never make enough money to figure that one out. <laughs> I know, right? Broke is broke <laughs> and just broke. Just saying, a cousin broke. Um, they He wants them to become part of a transformation by offering exclusive access to a social community of like-minded people. Uh, You've got the Neo app, uh, in addition to practical assistance to drivers, the typical stuff. Do they have a Neo dating service? You know, almost. Yeah. The app also connects customers to an entire social network of other Neo owners. Yep. I am actually surprised that Tesla, or at least I know there's one for electric vehicles. Like there's a social media platform for Mm -hmm. them. I'm a little shocked that Tesla hasn't done something like that. And Neo goes further. Yeah. And they have built a handful of private social clubs called Neo Houses. They feature a car showroom on the first floor, a private clubhouse on the second floor, which is only open to Neo car owners. Of course. And now you get particular perks, including courses on topics like flower arranging and espresso making and private rooms where Neo owners can hold business meetings. Now, I don't know about you, but when I read that, all kinds of red flags. I, I mean, and I don't understand not, why you need to be going down that road. Just leave that alone. Just leave uh, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Leave that Pri- private rooms. <laughs> yeah, and, and define business meeting. Is that a neoite? I mean, are they? Oh have my, they, you have did they not named themselves yet? Not yet. He's hoping that these neo houses will become something of a status symbol. <laughs> the Deniros. May I quote the founder of Neo? Uh huh. His quote. Uh huh. It's a place to socialize. Yeah. And the idea that Neo helps offers them a kind of upper middle class lifestyle. So again, I asked the question, Yeah, you know, Tesla has made it cool. Yep. And you've got to be making some bank to even own a Model 3. That's true. Uh, and typically a Model S starts, well, originally it started in the 60s and go up from there. The Model X up over 100,000. Yeah. So I don't think, would you go that far for a Tesla? If you owned a Tesla, would you want to see something like this? Yes. Why? I would love the opportunity. Like, I love the opportunity when you're talking to other people that have invested in, I am going to go off the pump, I'm going to drive an electric vehicle. It is an exclusive club, and it is something where I want to exchange the idealism. And, yes, look down at the rest of them that, you know, are still chugging gasoline. It's got a little bit of it to me. Yeah. A little bit of a creepy element. It's not creepy. It just does. I mean, it's not I mean, creepy, though. In, reading, in, in talking about this story, it talks about one owner, uh-huh. and uh, quoting again, uh-huh. middle-aged Chinese man who just bought a Neo SUV. Uh-huh. He was eager to attend events at Neo House. His words, he wanted to learn how to make coffee while his wife was looking forward to the flower arranging classes. 
Yeah, I don't know. It just, <laughs> I'm mm. coming up. Canada reintroduces an amazing new transportation technology. Don't move a muscle. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You are listening to Roadworthy Drive. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Yep, you're here, and that here is Roadworthy Drive. Thank you for dropping by. Ken and Sasha here to make sure that your flight with us is a pleasant one. Wait, we're flying now? Yes. I get I get flight? Yeah. What but, is our... But ins- you don't get frequent flyer miles. Sorry. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Speaking of pleasant, be sure to check out our website. <laughs> That's roadworthydrive.com. I, we, we have so much going on there. We do. We do. Um... We changed the picture, and we did. We did. Oh I I put some. I put a picture up that actually has some white stuff in it to reflect the seasons. It's okay. A seasonal. Seasonal. Um, seasonal dough. And then we also added some more. Uh, we added some more affiliates. So now I had we to have. separate the pages out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we added some more of the uh, wheels of non-consent mm-hmm. and the time with Sasha now. Mm-hmm. And since we're on Spotify, I couldn't believe the amount of calls that I actually got this week on the, uh, well, not calls, text messages. Really? Yeah, on the Roadworthy Driveline. Well, how about that? Right? I mean, I was, Spotify is evidently the way to go. Spotify. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Um, where else can they find us, Sasha? They can also find us on Google Play. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you can find us on Facebook and uh-huh. Instagram, although mm-hmm. we're not as active there. As soon as somebody starts sharing the cars, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, uh-huh. uh, just saying, mm-hmm. uh, we might be able to get some more of that yeah. going on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Springtime. Uh, I talk, mean- Talk to the lady dropping the white stuff. <laughs> Tell her, stop it. Right. Just saying. Cease and desist order. Please. Yeah. 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 Folks, but go ahead. You could definitely find us on uh, Twitter and Facebook. Oh, you still Twitter Patton? We're still Twitter Patton from time to time. There's uh, Twitter Patient. Uh, Twitter Patient. Yes. Folks, be sure to like us on Facebook, Twitter Patient or not. <laughs> Canada. 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 Feels like I should have their national anthem playing in the background when you say that. Uh, you know what? With the cold and right? the, the snow, it feels like Canada. It, it does kind of feel that way. The country, particularly Toronto, has recently unveiled a radical, futuristic model of transportation recently. Is it teleportation? Not quite. One of Toronto's... Beam me up, Toronto. No. Ah. One of Toronto's regional public transit services Mm -hmm. has asked people to consider... Wonka Vision? ...a future that had a mode of transportation. Now imagine, Sasha, Ah. a mode of transportation where you could just get in... Yep. Relax mm-hmm. to get your destination. So like a taxi, except for Hold comfortable. Hold on, even better, because you don't even need to tell it where you want to go. So it's reading my mind now? Wow. That cool, is, huh? No. I don't want anything in there. No, no, no. Is it reading my mind, though? Um, may I introduce to you? Oh, no. Um. The newest oh, gosh. futuristic mode of transportation uh-huh. in Canada. Oh, I'm not thinking that I'm going to like this. The bus. <laughs> okay, so- now, you laughing. You, you realize that public transportation, public transportation numbers in Canada are way up compared to the United States, which across many of our uh, communities is falling. 
Uh huh. So you know what? They might they might laugh and joke a little bit, but there's something to that. Uh huh. Mass transit already offers some of the benefits that we're trying to wring out of uh, the not quite yet ready for prime time things like autonomous cars. Okay, but the bus. And. Okay, but. You're thinking are... of the nasty, stinky. Uh, you know, overcrowded bus is what you're thinking about. Right. And are you trying to picture, and you have to forgive me because I've been on a Murder, She Wrote kick clear lately, but are you trying to describe to me like the Murder, She Wrote where it's nice and civil and everybody gets no. on there with the carry? What are you describing to me like, then, sir? When it works, it works really well. And Canada has made a point of investing the time and effort uh-huh. to make their public transportation system right. work. As a result, their numbers are up typically. With Vancouver and British Columbia, uh huh, up almost, I believe they said almost five percent year to year. Okay, so but but three percent. Okay, sorry. so are we talking about going like across country? Are we talking about like in that specific city? What are city. we talking about? We're talking about the city bus. The city bus. The city bus. Is it running on gasoline, diesel, diesel? Probably what, whatever. No? But hold that thought because I got a little more for you. Uh, okay. I got a little more for you. I'm, You'll I'm, like this part. Okay. Not only. Uh huh. Is their number are their numbers up? Uh-huh. In Toronto, uh, they're adding to their electric bus fleet and they're buying ten more battery electric transit buses. Okay, so they now you have me interested. Now uh-huh. they now they have they are they have, have a total they've got ten. Okay. They're buying ten more. So they're gonna have twenty. Yes. And how many buses total does Toronto now, have? They didn't say that. Ooh, okay. Uh, they really didn't. I was just kind of wondering fact, what the ratio was. Well, let me put it to you this way. Okay. Their electric bus program aims to transfer mobility in Toronto with a 100% zero emission bus fleet by 2040, oh. which includes a commitment to purchase only zero emission buses by 2025. In other words, in six years. That's all they're going to be buying. And then they're just going to be slowly phasing out the the diesel as they, you know. Uh-huh. Okay. May I point out yeah. that their transit, their transit system, which is called Toronto Transit Commission, uh-huh. is the third largest transit system, not just in Canada. Oh. In North America. Wh- oh. Yeah. Try that one on for size. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Let let me read this part again. Okay. They're going to transform mobility in Toronto Uh with 100% zero emission bus fleet by 2040, which includes a commitment to only purchase zero emission buses by 2025, meaning every new bus they buy in six years, Mm -hmm. by six years from now, will be an electric. Which means that they're probably not buying diesel buses right now. Or even natural gas, which would make sense because a lot of in recent years they've gone where they couldn't go electric they could go natural gas because natural gas is still fossil fuel but it burns much cleaner yep yeah so you can't just say diesel because and it does now the piece that i'm reading from does not say does not give me a breakdown of the fleet of what's diesel what's natural gas what's other we do know they own 10 electric buses now okay they're buying 10 more well, By 2040, that's all it's going to be running in Toronto. Which, think about this, we've been reporting on the evolution of the electric bus industry, yeah. transit bus industry, yes. including several manufacturers in the United States that make transit buses that are, are electric. Did they happen to mention what they're saving 
in fuel costs. They or, they did not. Okay. But we've reported that earlier, and between the levels of pollution that are dramatically reduced. Oh yes. Uh, diesel fuel or natural gas, yes. which you no longer have to buy. Offset by in a country where electricity is relatively cheap because most of it is hydroelectric power. Yeah. When you start looking at all of that, these things start paying for themselves relatively quickly because, honestly, they're not giving money away just to go electric. Although, they do talk about the advantages, particularly in inner city neighborhoods, mm -hmm. of lower pollution levels and a higher quality of life. Yeah. Because you've got buses there that are idling or traveling around. Without that anymore, uh, air quality goes up and things get better. Okay. So even in the midst of ride-hailing services and all of this going on, ridership is up in Canada, public transit. In other words, don't diss the bus. Finally, we discussed the IIHS's 2019 Safety Awards. Who's good? Who is better? We investigate. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You are tuned in to Roadworthy Drive. Thank you for spending this hour with us. This is our last segment for this hour of Roadworthy Drive. We are Ken and Sasha, currently going through the cabin to pick up any remaining trash you have before we enter Final Approach. <laughs> A few announcements before we continue. First, for those of you that live in central Iowa, Sasha and I will be making an appearance in person at the podcast Iowa Meet and Greet on March the 10th. That's a Saturday. We plan to be there all day and would love to meet you. So if you're going to be around, check us out. We'd love to meet. We always like to meet our fans. Right. And I will be doing, we'll be doing a few live events um, on our Facebook and Instagram accounts mm -hmm. and snapping some pictures and just getting to know the fellow podcasters in Th Iowa. That's right. Supporting our fellow podcasters. Ax absolutely. So we're looking forward to that. Yes. Second, it's that time of year again. No, and Christmas is already gone. Yeah, not that time of year. <laughs> your tax refund will try to burn a hole in your pocket, of course, yes. unless you got to buy that first car for a new teen driver under your roof. Not to worry. It seems like I've been talking to a lot of people lately who need help and counsel with buying a used car or selling one. Uh, we've got this covered, and I'm going to be talking about the best way to get the best deal as well as what you need to know about insurance. If you've been out of the market for a while, this is going to be a great refresher for you. And that is going to be next week. And maybe we should have them call the Roadworthy Drive line with any personal questions that they might have. And uh -huh. we can address Why don't you it give on. them that number, Hotcha? Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, it's 872-222-9793. That's it. And, that's and that's how you can get in touch with moi. Sasha J. Little, uh -huh. and I will reframe the questions to uh, to Mr. Chester over here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Finally, folks, the second hour of this week's show will include a review of the updated 2019 Mazda CX-5 crossover, as well as everybody's favorite segment, a brand spanking new tech with Sasha. <laughs> Your favorite radio station doesn't carry hour number two. No worries. You can listen to it from start to finish on our show website, and that is roadworthydrive.com. They can also pick us up on Spotify and Google Play, mm -hmm. which will have both hours available. Okay. Well, having said all that, uh, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety has announced its 2019 Safety Awards. T 
typically they award uh, vehicles um, in two categories. They call it their top one is called Top Safety Pick Plus, okay, and Top Safety Pick. Say that three times. Safety Pick. Safety Pick. Safety uh, Pick. The soft. The, I can't say it. <laughs> the Top Safety Pick <laughs> includes vehicles that have good ratings in driver's side, small overlap front, moderate overlap front, side roof strength and head restraint tests, acceptable or good rating in the passenger side, small overlap front test, advanced or superior rating for front crash protection and an acceptable or good headlight rating. To get the top end top safety pick plus, you need good ratings in the driver's side and passenger side, small overlap front, moderate overlap front side, roof strength, head restraint tests, advanced or superior rating for front crash protection, and a good headlight rating. Now, full disclosure, mm -hmm. two vehicles on this list um, I helped my son-in-law and my daughter they own and further they're both by one automaker uh-huh i mean i i don't want to be the one to go out on a limb and say but they awesome though but it's because they awesome though and i'm talking about hyundai, hyundai. um mid-sized car mm -hmm. well no let me start with the small car um so and i'm not hitting everything but it's interesting that basically in the top safety pick plus, it's one, two, three, four automakers. Honda, Hyundai, Kia, Subaru. Honda Insight, Hyundai Elantra, both the Kia Forte and the Kia Niro, which is their their it, hybrid. Yeah. And then a variety of four Subarus, the Crosstech, the Impressa, the, Impressa, the sedan, the Impressa wagon, and the WRX, which is their semi-performance vehicle. And it's important to note that all four of these are off the same platform under mid-sized cars hyundai sonata kia optima they're twins american-made people for real uh subaru legacy and outback american-made toyota camry american-made well you see I a mean, trend here I they're mean, all made in america mid-sized cars uh-huh made in america uh-huh mid-sized luxury cars a surprise for those of you who may have never heard of a genesis which is the upscale uh, brand of the Hyundai. Of the Hyundai. Yeah. Their G70 yeah. is a top safety pick plus, along with the Lexus ES. Yep. Large car built after September of last year, Toyota Avalon. Oh. Again, not a surprise. Um, large luxury cars. Here we go. BMW 5 Series. Mercedes-Benz E-Class four-door sedan. And two Genesis, the 80 and the 90. So Hyundai really cleaned up this year. And so has Genesis, which a lot of people are not familiar with the brand because it's still growing. Yeah, it is. And they make sharp looking cars. This one's going to blow you away. Uh, of course. Small SUV. Yeah. Hyundai Kona. Uh, what? And the Mazda CX-5. Uh, Believe it or not. Uh, and we'll be talking about the CX-5 in the next hour. Well, you will be. Midsize <laughs> SUV. Hyundai Santa Fe. Uh, we'll be talking about that in a few weeks. Kia Sorento. Subaru Accent, which is their full-size, brand-new SUV. Yeah, that's that one that's the seven-passenger yeah. one, right? Yeah, uh, American-made, though. Yeah. And, in fact, all three of those are American-made. Yeah. They build the Hyundai in uh, Alabama. That Hyundai Santa Fe. That's, and the Sorento they build in Georgia. That's what I want. And the Subaru they build in Indiana. Yep. Finally, the top and mid-size luxury SUVs. Acura RDX. Acura's what? Luxury? Yes. Really? BMW X3. 
Mercedes-Benz GLC, uh-huh. Mercedes-Benz GLE class, which used to be called their M class. And these are the ones that are the top, top, top. Now, if you step down to the soft top safety pick, the ones really, that the difference, really hard. The difference is the lighting, the headlight writing. It's acceptable or good. In the top safety pick plus, it's good. So these just missed it by a little bit. Do uh, we not have excellent anymore or outstanding, like in a report card? Good or acceptable. <laughs> that's what they got here. That's that's the best we can hope for, folks. Is well, good in small cars, this list is a little longer. All right. Uh a couple of uh, Hyundai's again, Elantra and Ionic. Oh, I Kia love the Soul, Ionic. The new Nissan Kicks, which is I actually made in Brazil, yeah. and the Toyota Corolla four door. Well, actually, the four door hatchback, Ooh. which I had, and I love that car. Oh, it was awesome. Midsize cars, Honda Accord, Nissan Altima. Yeah, Altima was redesigned for 2019. Oh, that's right, it was. Midsize luxury, yeah. Audi A3 and A4, and. The volume leader in a Mercedes, which is the C-Class four-door sedan. Hmm. Large car, one. You ready for it? Car people are not too familiar with. The Kia Cadenza. Oh, my God. They make it. I've got pictures <laughs> of it. Yep, yep. I, and a yeah. whole list. Uh, here's a surprise uh, finisher in the small SUVs. Uh-huh. Uh, Mitsubishi Outlander. Really? Yes. Uh, in the midsize SUVs. Uh, Hyundai Santa Fe XL, Mazda CX-9, yep. Nissan Pathfinder, Toyota Highlander. So there you go. Um, and folks, that seems to be all we have for this hour. And on behalf of Sasha and I, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Roadworthy Drive is a copyrighted presentation of the Roadworthy Drive radio network. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Roadworthy Drive Productions Incorporated.